Check, check, check. One, two, three, check. Hello? <laughs> Is it working? <laughs> yeah, it's on. Wow. What? It took me so long to get this set up. Yeah, it took you forever. Like, it's tw- <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> Wait, we're recording, right? Yeah. So they can hear. Oh, okay. Hi. Welcome back to our podcast. Oh, am I talking too loud? Hold on. I just need to turn down my... Hello, welcome to our podcast. Uh, my name is Jason Pasigan. And I'm Steve Flores. And I am an 18-year-old high schooler who is about to graduate in a month. Mm. And you are... I'm a 38-year-old <laughs> man uh, who's uh, also about to graduate in a way. Right? Oh, yeah, you are graduating. Yeah, I'm retiring from uh, teaching. And uh, yeah, one of my projects I'm going to be starting is is this uh, this podcast with my co-host Jason, who yeah, is me. my co-host and uh, student, soon to be former student. Yeah, I'll be your mentor. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think I, I think you will be a, a, a mentor to me of sorts because I kind of need help with. Um, I don't I guess I don't I don't need help with this, like per se, but. Oh, I know a lot more though. Yeah, like, you don't even know what OBS is. I don't know what OBS is. Yeah, we're literally using GarageBand on his thing. Not even OBS. If it works, it works. I guess. But How it much works does in OBS stand? Huh? How much does that cost? It's free. Okay. Well, GarageBand you... is free and already installed, so. <laughs> we should probably have done this the first episode, but we're kind of crazy the first episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was a good episode when you call me manically depressed. Yeah. Yeah, how's that going, by the way? Nah, I mean... Are you in a high or are you in a low? I, I'm in I'm in a shock. I'm in shock. Because, all right, I guess, I guess we're jumping into this. So, basically, uh, I don't, as, well, as Flores knows, but um, I'm very involved in my school. I'm about to graduate. I'm in badminton. I help lots of clubs. I'm in associ- ASB, in a way. I help, like, a lot of people. And I don't, I don't go... I come to school, like, 7 a.m. I don't come home to like 7 p.m. basically sometimes so this whole school year well normally we get out at 3 p.m. and used like freshmen sophomore used to go home right after school but these past well this past year I've been getting home at like five or seven so I've been just the next thing the next thing the next thing a lot of things happened in April that is only (laughs) what oh the (laughs) I guess I was tapping my phone to check the month. Yeah, and I can totally pick it up. Oops. Okay, but um, a lot happened during the month of April, and I think because of badminton with the whole tournament, and then just just trying to go play good for league, and then also AP testing, which I passed. I legally can't talk about it here, or else I'll get my my wave scored, or <laughs> scores waived. Same thing. Um, I I just kept things happened in my life, and I just like. I, I had a steadfast mindset, so I just was kept going. I just didn't really let it affect me. Or I didn't really process it. So yesterday during my bat, Batman game, which we unfortunately lost with my, my friend Isaac, but we did our best. But after, um, I, I was just sitting there. Like, I was just tired. And I was just realized, since I had nothing else planned, like, that was it for badminton. And I finished AP testing yesterday, too. I have nothing, like, majorly to look forward to. Or not look forward to, or, like, to like do academically or physically to like keep going like to like have my mind on to like not forget so in a way I was just thinking about the past month and everything that happened in the past month was just like going through my head and I was like 
I haven't really processed any of this because I was just like mm. so involved in like badminton and then studying for my AP exams and stressing over it. And that not, yesterday I just felt like a big shock and I was just like kind of overwhelmed of all the things that happened in April and then like even like in a couple the couple days of April. So yeah, that sounds ah, like a me. lot. <laughs> it sounds way different than my high school experience, in which I just like uh, mostly slept all day. Uh, during classes and then went home and, and played video games it, until you know, it got way too late. The saddest thing is I used to play so much video games. I don't <laughs> even play any video games anymore. I have a backlog. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but here's a, like the, the way you're describing like high school life. Um, I hear it from a lot of students, you know, where they're just like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta take these classes. I gotta take these AP classes. I gotta do, uh, I got to be a part of band. I got to go do this sport. I got to, you know, APIB. Yeah, APIB. And I hear it constantly of like my students saying, oh, I didn't go to sleep until two o'clock in the morning or I didn't sleep like until, you know, like or I haven't even slept, you know, yeah. <laughs> in the past two days. It's like, like, yeah, I, I, it makes me like uh, worried more than anything else because that's not good for your brain. Well, it's good for our college applications see i'm not even sure if it's good for that oh it is trust yeah. me yeah I, I think that's the the feeling the feeling is that oh i'm doing all this for college and all that well, uh but like my my biggest concern is like all right well um what are you doing to yourselves mentally and what do you think that like are like the long-term consequences of that i think i'll be a healthy adult with <laughs> no issues and no sleep deprived depression issues why because i've actually been getting good sleep okay. i sleep at 10 p.m every day yeah once all your ap classes are well, over no here's the thing like that's not even what i'm stressed about i'm just talking about like i think other students are stressed about that the part i'm stressed about is like things are actually happening in like my life life not even my school life like i feel like i use like school and like my clubs and stuff to like alleviate the stuff the other stuff that goes is going on mm, like, that's like interesting drama or like family stuff like to be honest with you, badminton, AP classes, the clubs I helped, I don't really, well, for except badminton, ASB, and like the um, other stuff, the clubs I help and programs I help here at school, like Color Guard, sometimes I used to help orchestra and other people, those were all, all for my own, like, my own, like, desire to help them. Because I honestly like helping people. I like helping programs. I like helping teachers. Like, even this, this is because I want to do it, you know? It's because, I don't know, I just like doing new things or helping people. It's just like a nice thing to do. And just, it's something I like doing. So it's like, all the things I put on my college applications, stuff I wanted to do, like even AP classes like I want to do. I think it's the stuff that I felt like a shock to was just stuff going on in my social or like familial life. Mm. And I'm just like, do you, want, no do you feel comfortable talk about talking about sure, any yeah. of those things? Or is it? Well, maybe not school. Well, if I use school stuff, I just have to be kind of. Discreet. Discreet. But family stuff, yeah, I could talk about that. Okay. All right. So, what is it that you need to get off your chest, Jason? Okay, well, I have to be discreet now. I don't know. I, th I think it's just the, the thing that, that I'm just realizing is that so much things can change so fast. Like, I know people say, oh, a lot could change in a year, a lot could change in a month, a lot could change in a week. But sometimes a lot can change just in a single day as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, like your whole perspective of like certain things could change just like that in a day. Did your new mic pick that up? Yeah, uh, I did. See, now we could do like sound effects. Like, how about this? Uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's like crazy how, how stuff can change in a, 
in the day and like certain things you thought you knew you turn out not to know and it just changes your whole perspective on other things and like just like you we also have to realize that humans or like other people are just unpredictable they're unpredictable as you can be unpredictable you mm. know because i feel like sometimes we be a little unpredictable and just like I'm like, oh, no one can read me, blah, 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 blah. I'm Jason. I have dumb arrogance sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, wait, people could be like that, too. And I just think I know someone and I don't at all. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that the part of that comes with age, though, you know, and, and with interactions with people. Because, yeah. like, the way you think about it is um, your expectations come from your past experiences. Yeah, right? definitely. And then so when you're young, you you know, you have like a limited amount of past experiences and you're trying to like make predictions about the world around you based on that limited amount of past experience. Yeah. And then as time goes on and you get to like know more people and talk to more people and interact with more people, you start to see like patterns within people and patterns within how uh, interactions happen. Yeah. And that's and um, that's also what makes it like really frustrating as an adult because you see patterns appearing in young people like I see it in you guys all the time, and my instinct is always, "Oh, hey, you shouldn't do that," because I, I know where that pattern goes. Like I, I, I've seen that before, mm-hmm. right? And um, and that's my temptation is is to like constantly tell young people, "Oh, hey, like you're, you're you know, like you shouldn't do that." Instead, like whenever I feel like, "Oh, I like I'm gonna tell somebody, hey, you shouldn't do that," instead, why? Yeah, I, I always like tend to ask, like, "Well, why?" You, you hear me say that all the yes, time. Yes, and it annoys the heck out <laughs> of all of us. Yeah. Hope you're like, we're like, oh, why are you doing that? And we're like, we at, like give an example. Just give me, tell me something. Like, ask me a question. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah, it's, uh, it's usually like when you're distracted, you know? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, well, why are you doing that? Like, why am I on why, my phone? Why are you talking to Teo? To Teo? Why are you talking, you know, like. It's all important stuff, though. Yeah. But like important is a is a really interesting term because how do you determine what's important and what's not important? Important is a spectrum. Like, I guess so, <laughs> but that doesn't answer the question. You know? Yeah, like, it does. Like, because a level of importance matters to everyone differently. Uh, yeah. So like. But how do you determine that? Huh? Yeah, like how do you determine what's important? Oh, because I say so. Well, how do you know when to say? That's important and that's not important. If it brings value to my life. Value? Yes. Sometimes I see you get worked up about things that okay, don't well, give value okay. to your life. I because you know, I think maybe you're right about sometimes, but like, I don't know. I just think certain right? things. Like, are like I don't what, know. That's you know, one question. of the things that I see is like, um, yeah, do you me, know, do you me. have a certain friend and he causes you a lot of heartache, <laughs> and for some reason, uh. Like, you don't, like, separate yourself from that. Oh, I separate right? myself. Like, trust me. Yeah. It, it, because, well, that's different. But why we're does it affect you class. then? Because hmm? we're in class together. Okay. That's why. That's why we're, like, you know, it's a different dynamic. But, like, when we're alone, just, like, driving or some stuff or, like, just talking, it's normal. I mean, he, they bring me heartache, not because, like, they do bad things to me, but just because I see them, it's like, oh. Yeah, so that's the feeling that I have all the time. Oh. Right? Well, it's I mean, like, you can't control them, You though. see, yeah, you can't control them, right? And then that's the, the thing is, like, if I get uh, emotionally invested every time I saw a student, like, about to mess up, right? Like, what kind of a person would I be? 
a sad one probably yeah probably really sad probably really depressed myself probably really like um like manic sometimes because i'm like ah you, like, you guys like just you know, you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and well, so that's like for wanting to control everything yeah it sounds like you're a control freak well <laughs> <laughs> like secretly i am right ah. but outwardly i you know i do my best to not be right i try yeah. i try my hardest and i don't i'm not always successful right but i try my hardest not to tell people what to do right like and especially young people especially teenagers because it's it, it just always backfires yeah we all hate that you don't yeah sometimes right you should just tell us the answers to the questions sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that that's the struggle of learning and that's the that's the hard part about um the mindset because i teach science so the mindset of science is you have to be comfortable with um not knowing whether or not you're right well that's okay with me because the half the things that come out of my mouth are not right at all okay yeah that's good that you recognize that right yeah i remember <laughs> there's a there's a lot of things that that you say when you're young that's not right you know i and you know who uh, i have a certain student that reminds me of this uh of like a young me of of you know, just believing that I knew everything about everything, right? Like, here's a here's a specific example. When I was young, I went to Catholic school, right? So yeah. at first I went to public school for elementary school. And then in the sixth grade, I transferred over to a Catholic middle school. And then I went to Catholic high school, right? And in public school, I was, you know, I was smart. Oh. No, I was intelligent. Like, I got all the good grades. I, you know, never messed up. All my teachers knew me. Uh-huh. Um, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot happens, you know, <laughs> like, cause around 10 or at the end of elementary, I started, uh, you know, that's when my parents started, you know, fighting oh. a lot more. And then that's where they started going into divorce yeah. area. And then eventually they did get divorced and that uh, happened to coincide along with me going to middle school and then being pu- like put into a, uh, private school. And then so now, like, I have all this chaos at home where there's, like, a lack of predictability because my parents are separating. And then I go into an entirely new environment, right, where I don't have any of my friends anymore. I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't know anything uh, about anyone. And it looks like, to me, like, everyone around me already has established relationships, I was like, oh, those guys are friends. That group has been around or together for the past seven years or eight years. You know, like, oh, they they all know each other. Like, and I'm just me, the new kid that just shows up out of nowhere. Mr. Steve, yeah. Yeah, in seventh grade. And, you know, so I had to, like, struggle to make friends and I had to struggle in my classes. Because now, because Catholic school or private schools in general go faster than, uh, than where my elementary school was, I went from being at the top of the class to like the bottom of the class, like very quickly. Dang. And all those changes at once just kind of collided and hit me um, all at the same time. And and then that's that's why, you know, I kind of used all of that as an excuse to fail. Right. And that's the, that's the thing is I, wish I, I could let myself fail. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. You don't want to. But I feel like it'd be so nice. sometimes. Yeah. Because being like, not, I'm not saying I'm an overachiever, but I, I'll just say ego because I feel like that's the easiest way to put it. Because sometimes when your ego is involved, it's like, oh, something happens. And it's like, you probably should rest or like, you know, rest or like take a step back. But it's like, 
your, my ego will be like, no, just keep going. Like, I'll do example, like, exercising or badminton. I'll play a game at badminton, and then I feel like I didn't play as hard or I could do better. So I'm like, I'm very exhausted. And I'll be like, I should go to the gym to make up for that. And I'll go to the gym, and then I'll, I'll be exhausted. And then next, I'll be exhausted at school. And I'll suck at badminton, and then the gym the next day. And I don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. I just will be like, okay, you failed today. Tomorrow's a new day. I wish I could do that, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the earlier that's what was giving getting me worried is like i see all this um it's kind of like the culture here is like you you just work 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 hustle 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 work 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 hustle 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 that's like um stepping on the gas of your car and never letting go you're gonna crash eventually you're right or you're gonna burn out or hit a wall you're gonna hit a wall like some something's gonna happen and then when you do crash it's not like you're out for, you know, an hour or a night or just a day. Usually yeah, like when I see people forever. crash, they just like crash for like days on end. Right. It takes <laughs> them a long time to recover yeah. because they just hit a wall. Right. Yeah. Whereas like I wish there was more balance in public schools of like saying, hey, like, yes, working hard is important, but it's not everything. You have to let go of the gas and here's how you let go of the gas, right? To allow yourself to recover so that the next day you can hit the gas again, right? Yeah. And you start to, I wish there was more of a, of a focus on viewing school as like a marathon versus, you know, just a straight sprint. Because what I see is I see a bunch of students sprinting constantly towards the finish line, stumbling, falling, getting seriously injured right? Like not being able to finish and then they get up and then they just do that same process all over again. Right. And it's taking them much, much longer to get to the finish line than if they had just paced themselves. Yeah. We, uh, I'm seeing, I, I had a problem with it back when I was sophomore and freshman junior, maybe just trying to pace myself and like trying to figure out what was my limit. And I'm, I'm worried about some of the underclassmen friends that I have that I'm worried that they're going through the same thing or like, and it's just, I, I got, I guess I'm seeing your perspective too, like where you want to help them, but you don't want to tell them what to do Yeah. because it's like, how do I know if, if my way will work for them or like my experiences will like dictate them. So that's why I don't want to like tell them an answer. Right. Yeah. So it's like, and I think that's, that's kind of like the purpose of this, of this podcast. Right. And that's the purpose of, of us being together because there's that we're connected. Yeah. There's that connection of like, Hey, you know, like there's the younger perspective of, Oh, like this is what my experience is. This is what like my actual like lived experience is, And it's, it's, um, you know, as much as we like to think that our experiences are, are very unique to us, like there are certain things or certain aspects that can be generalized. True. And that's, and that work till you fall is I see that happening all over the place, you know, and it's particularly with my, um, honor students or, you know, yeah, with my honor students, the other students and my honor students, we got to keep in mind that this is a small population. Like it varies from year to year from anywhere from 20 to 30% of the entire population of a given class. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, it just changes from year to year, but it's not a majority. 
and I do see other issues with the other students that, that, you know, they're just different issues completely. Yeah. Right. And nothing's ever blanketed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and there I see mostly that it's just a, like a lack of guidance, you know, like there's just no, um, I find that when I ask you guys like, well, why? Like in the, like the question I asked you earlier, like how do you decide what to pay attention to or what not to pay attention to? Or how do you decide if something is important or not important? When I ask people that and they give me an immediate answer, that tells me that A, they have a need to want to give an answer right away and not think about things. Well, yeah. And then, yeah. And then B, they, um, there's never a good answer. Because that's like, that's like a trick question answer. That's why. No, it's not a trick question answer. Is there an answer to it? Like a a 100% answer? Uh, There's an answer that I have. And I think that there's a pattern to good answers to that question. Don't tell me the answer. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to tell you the answer. (laughs) But it's like, but there's a reason why certain things are considered good and certain things are considered bad. Well, yeah. And that, that statement assumes that there is good and there is bad and um those are moral statements yeah right those aren't like entirely like practical statements right yeah like a practical statement or a pe- like is more like all right uh how should you get home today should you walk or should you uh get on your hands and knees and crawl probably the second one yeah it's clearly better yeah. <laughs> get a good cardio in Cracks. right yeah and sometimes i'll ask students questions similar to that and I and I'll get an answer that's like, oh, I'll just crawl, and they'll say it unironically. Well, I think most of the time it's ironic. No. Yes. <laughs> like I think you, as an intelligent person, will give me an ironic answer, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, and you, but in, you know, if we just listen to you describe your day, you're a top performing student. Eh. Right. I'm mid. Like, you're. Yeah, you're mid amongst all of the other top performing students, right? If you compare yourself to like just the average student, you're definitely, you know, the top 10%. Okay. And that's the thing. My ego is raising. I know. Crazy right now. I feel, I feel amazing. All right. Keep going. No, keep talking. Uh, Yeah, keep talking. Now I regret everything that I've just said. No, you don't. I keep talking. I take it all back. This is horrible. Ah, I'm seething in this. Let's go. (laughs) I literally, you can't take it back because it's recorded. Oh, that's I know. the best part. <laughs> all right. It's all permanent. It's all going all right, out there. Yeah. All right, let's go. You can keep going. But like, I think the that we compare ourselves to the people that are immediately around us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't compare ourselves to people that aren't around us because that doesn't really make sense to do, right? So when you're saying like, oh, I'm somewhere in the middle or I'm, I'm somewhere that's like average, what you're really like saying is that like amongst my peers, amongst the other people that I see also working hard, I might be somewhere in the middle. Like among us? Yeah, sure. <laughs> God, <laughs> I want to kick you so, so bad right now. All right, go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. But uh, most of the students um, aren't that. Right. And, uh, and won't be able to give me a quick response. Or they'll give me a really crappy response to the 
to that moral question. And I think m most of the time people can't give me answers to moral questions like that of like what's good and what's bad because nobody really thinks about it. And nobody really asks young people to think about that kind of stuff. But that's one of the most important things to think about because that frames, answers to those questions frames how you're gonna act in the world. And it frames how you're gonna decide what to do and what not to do, what to pay attention to and what not to pay attention to. Yeah. Right. And that's the hard part is and, and that requires a lot of thinking and that requires like um, you really trying to look into yourself to try and find answers. And that also requires you to spend time not having to think about other things as well. Right. And we get so distracted that that, you know, I, I was noticing this a lot with myself a few years ago where I couldn't just be. Right. I had to like be and then be on my phone. What are you going to do if you just be? Just right. Be? Yeah. It sounds boring. Yeah. It sounds boring. Right. And it's like and nobody wants to do it. But, you know, after, you know, listening to a bunch of people smarter than me uh, talk about how important it is to be bored like me. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it it's like boredom is actually something that we need if we want to be able to think. I guess. I mean, I guess I I be me sometimes, like. But I guess I just don't really call it being me. I just call it thinking. Right. So. There's also times, where you just need to give your brain a, a break from thinking. Like meditation. Like meditation. Oh my That's gosh! Right. We meditate every day in class. Oh, that was one week. Right? I wish we could do it every day. <laughs> Those are the best 10 minutes of my life. Well, were they? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, 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 think, I think this would be, like, a great practice for young people to have. And a lot of people have, like, misconceptions about meditation. When I did that, when we did those meditations, right? Yeah. What, uh, before we did the meditations, what did you think meditation was? Well, I, I, that's not that, because I already knew, like, it's just what it actually is. But, like, I know some of the other students thought we were, like, we got, like, crisscross applesauce. Like, you have your arms out, and you, like, that, you know, that I'm, like, you're crisscross applesauce, your arms up, your fingers are touching together. You're, like, um. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that is meditating. a form of meditation. But that's not, that's, like, the worst entry point to meditation. It's like Doctor Strange, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, but that's not what meditation is. I mean, maybe I did transcend. Okay. <laughs> Started floating above your chair. I did, yeah. Yeah, it might have been just My the third gas. Eye open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, like while like after we actually did it, what did you think of it? I felt relaxed, like ready to learn. Okay. I can't even tell if he's being sarcastic right now. That's the magic of it. <laughs> yes, this is the magic of this. No, I genuinely, I, I did feel, it was feeling nice. Like, I felt real rested. It felt like a quick nap, like a power nap. Right, yeah. And that's, uh, if you do it right, like, that's how it'll it'll feel. And it's not, um, meditation is one of these things that it's not like, um, it's not like a, a road trip where you keep going forward, Right. It's it's more like um, like journey. if you're exploring a city where you might just like walk in one direction and walk in a different direction and maybe even walk backwards, right? Like the how I felt when I first started meditating is way different than how I feel about it now. 
Yeah. You know, and I got I felt a lot more like relief in the beginning. And now when I meditate, I don't get so much of that relief. Too right? much of anything is bad. Yeah. I mean, well, it can be right. And if you sit there and maybe meditate for like 10 hours straight that, you know, you're not going to earn any money. You're not going to be able to pay any bills. Maybe you'll transcend. <laughs> yeah, maybe you will. But, you know, yeah, if you want to see people like that, then you got to go to India and uh, see their Fine. monks and stuff. But Let's plan a trip. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take this podcast on the road. No, I'm not going back to India. I'm done with that place. <laughs> that, was, that, was, uh, that was not a fun experience for me. But, um, you know, those, those uh, transcendental meditators and people that have been meditating for thousands of hours in their lives, they do reach different states than, you know, the casual meditators like you and I do. But most of us can't do what they do, right? Like it, it literally requires years of being somewhere by yourself, doing nothing but meditating. Yeah, that sounds like hell. Yeah. I can't be by myself. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe you could learn to be by yourself. But uh, we just don't like it, we have too many like responsibilities on us, right? We have too many like uh there you go was on this phone again it was important yeah it was important everything is important it was it was but yeah that's a like we don't have that kind of time but what we do have is time to take breaks right 10 minutes here 10 minutes there right and times where we don't have to be on our phones right or time on our phones like time to not work just nothing you know just take a breather like step back. Yeah. But how do you take a breather? One of the pro- problems is, is if you're a hard worker, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you are used to just working, 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 working. Those people tend to have a really hard time taking a break. Yeah. that That's me. Yeah. Right. Like it's like, and that's, I feel like that's where a lot of your boredom is. It's like, but what am I going to do? What are, like, what am I like? What else am I supposed to do? I mean, what are, I, like, could, I could literally tell you the process of how, like, cause I actually realized this. So before, um, the COVID era, like I used to play video games pretty well, pretty video game uh, during COVID. I played video games too. I'd mute all my classes, play, but still get the work done. Cause you know, I'm just a scholar like that, <laughs> but <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> uh, it's a joke. But, um, no, I used to play video games a lot. And so my mindset for coming into this year, I dropped IB cause so I dropped IB and just went to AP classes and I wanted to be very involved. I wanted to make the most out of my senior year. I lost my junior year. I felt like I wasted my freshman year a little bit. So I wanted to make the best out of this year. So you know what? I joined, I didn't join a bunch of clubs. I helped a bunch of clubs. I joined ASB as a club. I did badminton again, working out. I just did so much to like, to feel value or to fulfill myself. And now I haven't played video games like actually like sit down and play and enjoy it for more than like an hour or two at a time in months and it because whenever i play i just feel like i could be doing something else something else or just um i feel like not relaxed to do it like i feel like too tired or too stressed to like even just sit down and play for an extended enjoy it Yeah. yeah i don't feel like i i could enjoy it no more because i just feel like what's the next thing whether it be social familial or like work based I just, I, I, I feel like I worked so much this past year that I, I forgot how to relax because I haven't been home at right after school in months either. It's, I always get home when it's dark. I, I, 
it's like it's probably not the best thing that I don't go home after school. It's been months since that's happened. So I, I in a sense I'd say I forgot how to like fully relax at times. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's sounds right. <laughs> it's sad. I like video games. I just kinda yeah. enjoy them anymore. Yeah, it is it is rough, you know. Yeah, like and you know, I I you know, I'll still try to like play but like because I'm so busy too, like it's always um ten minutes. Like even <laughs> like literally I've been I've been playing games ten ten minutes at a time for like for the past like year and a half. Like 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 and it's and it's rough because like you know, like I ha- I'm busy for different reasons yeah. than you are, right? Like um I started realizing a few years ago that I don't have any time to myself. Like I wake up, I have responsibilities, I run around, I do all these things. Mm-hmm. I go to work, I take care of the dogs, I go, you know, uh, you know, get home, do chores, take care of the kids, cry. take care of the dogs again, cry. right? Do the whole process. No, I, I don't ever <laughs> cry. Um, actually, that's not true. I cry. I cry probably the most now than, than any time before, but it's never like sad cry. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Another day. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. And then I started realizing, oh, I don't have, I'm feeling really stressed out because I don't have any time to myself. Right. So what I started doing is uh, instead of waking up at six o'clock every day, I started waking up at five o'clock every day. Mm. Right. And just giving myself an hour from five to six because five to six, nobody's up. Yeah. The dogs are sleeping. The kids are sleeping. My wife is still sleeping. And I have an hour to just do things for myself. So I just get up, brush my teeth, go downstairs. I try to exercise for like anywhere from like 15 to 20 minutes. Then I'll meditate for like another 10. And then if I have time at the end of that. <laughs> 10 minutes of video games. You're right. Then I go yeah, like 10 minutes of video crazy. games. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have yeah. a theory when you're done. I have a theory. Okay. And so, yeah, we well, want to hear it. Okay. And, uh, but yeah. Th- and then so I started like making this time. But it's like a bigger struggle now because I'm not because I'm waking up earlier. I should be going to sleep like around nine o'clock. Yeah. And most nights I'm usually going down like 10, 1030. And that little difference really messes me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't know like why I'm feeling all discombobulated. I I do know why it's because I'm not sleeping. Right. And I'm hoping uh, that'll change, you know, with with retirement. But um Oh, yeah, because you have all these hours for yourself now. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> like, you know, because, like, most of what's uh, keeping me up isn't isn't work. It's actually uh, home stuff, you know, taking oh, care of the kids fair. and making sure that they go to bed on time. Well, now you that. can't escape home. Yeah, now I can't now I can't run away even if I wanted to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, – but that's uh, – oh, but I do still think that time is important. Because um, it it's, it allows me to turn off my mind for a little bit. I think it's time combined with my theory, in my opinion. Okay, What's, so let's hear your theory. My theory is that I feel like, well, what I hear from your story, and then I'm going to throw on some of my experience. So in your thing, you say you have all these responsibilities, right, mm-hmm. that keep you make time. That's the thing, responsibilities, meaning you're obligated in some sort of way to do it. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So for me, I'm, I'm responsible for, I guess, a couple stuff and with my own like choice, 
but I don't really have, because of the school structure, obviously, we have to come here from, like, 7 to, like, 3. And then, obviously, my commitment to badminton on my extracurricular stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I never felt like I had a choice or structure because I get so committed to these things that I, I'm committed to this. Like, I'm obvi- I said I was going to come. I came today. Like, I'm just committed. So I realized I didn't remember how to relax until spring break. Mm-hmm. And then spring break came, and I was like, I need to remember how to do nothing. So that whole spring break, that's why, okay, we'll get into why I call myself post-spring break Jason now. Okay. okay. So during spring break, I was going through like a, I guess, a, a manically depressed episode before. And during it, during spring break, I don't live with my parents. I live with my grandparents, but they kind of, they're there. I help, I help around, um, but I'm kind of more independent now. So the only thing that really like dictates my day is school, school and extracurricular. During spring break, there was no school or extracurricular. So that was one of the first times where I, in a while, where I was just myself, no responsibilities, because during winter break, I had a bunch of family stuff to do. Spring break, it was just me and whatever I wanted to do. I had free choice to do things, not obligated to do anything, because it's spring break, so anything I wanted to do at school was my choice. And then hang out with friends, my choice. Everything was my choice. And it didn't feel scary for once that I had to choose everything for some reason. And I felt really good. So the first day I chose to do nothing, literally nothing, not even (laughs) change out of my pajamas, just watch things. I felt amazing. But that was only one day and I got tired of it. But even that one day of choosing to do nothing, like having the choice to do nothing, made me so invigorated for the rest of the weekend, for the rest of the month, and even now still. Mm. Like, after that day of doing nothing, I tried to do nothing again. I felt, like, a little off. Like, this is not what I really want to do. Like, I wanted to, like, just chill, but this is not what I want to do. And I, I called up a friend the next day. I'm like, hey, were you doing anything? I'm like, oh, we're doing nothing. Uh, me and my friends are doing nothing, but at my house. So I was like, that sounds nice, doing nothing but not at home. So I was like doing nothing together. Exactly. So I, it was literally unplanned. I just went there out of like, um, randomly and it was just nice. And I felt satisfied again. I just felt, okay, I did nothing these two days. I don't really want to do that anymore. I don't have any responsibilities or obligations to do. So what is, what is Jason Pasee going to want to do? I I decided to help drama during the spring break. Not, not, not that they asked me, but they, it was my choice. And that's the pattern during the whole spring break that made me feel really good. I actually had choice of doing the things I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm still helping people or like still, I guess, in a, some sense, doing work or things. But I didn't feel drained or tired afterwards. I felt really refreshed and like happy and free. Like, I think, yeah, time for yourself is good. But I feel like. Also, that sense of freedom where you don't feel obligated to do something is a mm. part of that, too. Like, I feel like they go together so well. And that, that's why I'm post-Spring Break Jason, because I'm starting to realize that I need to take more action and make choices for myself that would value myself rather than feeling obligated to do something. Because I feel like I feel I, we've talked about this before. I feel obligated to help my friends or like be there for my friends. And that's a flaw of me because I, I, I help too much sometimes. So now I, I, I step back a bit and like, do I feel like I want to help or do I have the energy to want? I put myself first in that sense. And I, I just to sum it up, TLDR, I think the choice of having or the freedom and the choice of to doing what you want, even doing nothing, 
goes alongside with that f- extra hour of free time. Because again, in that extra hour of free time, you could do whatever you want. You're not, you're personally, you're not obligated to exercise, meditate, or play video games. That's all what you want to do. You know? Yeah, that's what we call uh, autonomy, right? Anatomy, uh, Grey's anatomy. <laughs> autonomy. Autonomy means like you get to choose. Yes. Right. And that's a really important aspect to being like just a more content, happy person in general is feeling like you have a choice, like you're free. And uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a good place to close out. That like That's the big um, that's one of the big problems with education right now is that there is no autonomy. Right. You have to do these things and you'll get to choose. I don't know, maybe one maybe two classes a year. But here's the thing too. Some people don't know how to choose. And I, th- I had a little run in with that today. Uh, like some people just don't know how to choose for themselves. They literally, someone's begging me, choose for me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to choose for you. But my mm. other friend was like, yeah, I'll choose. They said the other, they said one thing. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, I don't want like them. To <laughs> so I, I said the opposite. Well, don't choose I was that. Like, I was, no, I had to be contrary and like contrary him. So like it was still their choice at the end of the day. So they had two people saying opposite things. But mm. I didn't want to do that. But like, you know, I did it so it'd still be equal that they still had to make the choice. Mm. Because I think that's the thing that a lot of students have problem with is making a choice for themselves. Not for their mom, their dad, for their education, but for their own passion and what they want. I had problems with it. I'm, I'm barely discovering this about me. Like, I'm just trying to, I guess I'm trying to help uh, people realize that too. Yeah. And that could be a good topic for the next episode of, well, how do you figure that out? Right? Yeah. How do you figure out, like, what is it that you want to do and, uh, and what you like, right? And if you even have any talents, how do we figure that out? Yeah. All I have right. no talent. All right, let's call it a day. <laughs> well, he didn't even he didn't even like say anything about that. He just agreed basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. Um what? Yeah, I you know, I was trying to figure out a way of closing this while you were talking, so I actually didn't even hear what you said. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> so you didn't hear what I said right now? No. I said I have no talent. Oh, that's not true. I said mhm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's my problem. I you know sometimes I'll stop. I'll try be trying to think of something, and somebody will be talking to me, and I'll just go mm-hmm. Like, like well, I just I'll let me like, handle pretend. the close off. I'll handle the okay. And close you close off. it out then. So well, that's a good way to. That's a good ending to today's podcast. My name has been Jason Pasigan, and I'm Steve Flores, and we hope you enjoyed your time here. And next episode, you could expect. Probably another Marvel reference because we've referenced Doctor Strange today. So we'll see what we reference next time. Probably a more stressed me because I'll be graduating. And I guess how to make choices. There you go. All right. All see right. you later. Having a nice day, everyone. Bye. <laughs>